Sounds like it's a great morning. Sounds like we're already all making joyful noises. <laughs> Talking to one another, loving on one another. So grateful for today. How many is grateful that they're here today? How many is grateful that you got the chance to be better, do better, and see another day? Yeah, so let's take advantage of that. He gives it to us, and he gives it um, to us in his timing, so let's, let's take advantage of that moment today. A um, couple announcements. We have Sunday school that just started today. That's at 9.30 here, and right now we're going through how to study the Bible, and then we're going to do some conflict resolution and kick off um, some discipleship, count the cost things, the beginning of the year, so all are welcome to attend. We do have children's church that is going on at the same time for um, the younger teens. Um, I'm usually here with Ellery, so if you need um, infant care, we can make that work as well. So um, we're truly excited. Today was a great day and kickoff, so we're, we're excited and looking forward to the, to the class. Also today, we are kicking off current events on Sunday in addition to the Thursday class that we have. I think it's going to be every other Sunday. So that's going to be from 4 to 6 today. So if you've never joined current events and you've thought about joining or participating or wanting to see what it is, today's a great day to do that because um, we'll do a little bit of an overview and then we'll just dive right in. All right, right now, I think that pretty much covers it. So we'll go ahead and get started. If you want to stand, stand. We're going to open up in prayer. Lord, we glorify you today. We thank you and we praise you. We lift you up, Lord, and you alone. Lord, we call you out as our Savior and we call you out as our friend. We call you out as our Lord. Lord, we are thankful that you are always there. We're thankful that in those moments when we feel like no one is there, that we can call on you and you are there. The song says you may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. And Lord, we know that you are always, always there on time. So we truly thank you for that. We thank you that with everything else going on, you see time to tend to us. So I pray that we take time to tend to you. I pray, Lord, that as we um, work through the service today, Lord God, that we understand that this is for you and you alone. As we go through today, Lord, I pray that we take every opportunity to magnify you, to glorify you, to lift you up. Father, we're grateful. November seems to be the month of Thanksgiving, but not just this month, Lord. We're thankful for you. We're thankful for you daily. So not for just a few weeks out of the year do we give you the thanks that you deserve, Lord, but maybe this is the moment that we recognize that we need to be more aware and more thankful other than just these few weeks. 
So we make time for you. We surrender to you, Lord. We say, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here and have your way in the name of Jesus. Anything that is heavy, anything that doesn't belong, anything that is negative, anything that's a distraction, anything that's a hindrance from your word going forth and spirit and in truth today and us receiving what you have for us, it has to go in the name of Jesus. For it has no place here. For, Father, we are focused on you. Our attention is on you. Our trust is on you. in you. Our faith, our hope, our belief is in you. Your will be done, Lord. In Jesus' name, have your way. Amen. Turn bones into armies. 
turn seas into highways. You're the only one who can. You're the only one who can. Well, there's nothing better than you, Lord. There's nothing better than you, Lord. There's nothing. Nothing is better than you. shake before you the demons run and flee at the mention of your name king of majesty there is no power in hell or any who can stand before the power and the presence of the great I am the great I am the great I am, the great I am, the great I am, the great I am. Hallelujah, holy, holy, God Almighty, the great I am. of your name king of majesty there is no power in hell or any who can stand before the power in the presence of the great i am the great i am the great i am the great i am Living again, singing again. 
the world can burn off and the flame Till nothing between us remains My life is an altar to you burn in my heart a love taken back to the start my life is an altar to you light a fire let me hear y'all sing light a fire that the world can't burn out fan the flame till nothing between us remains my life is an altar to you. Breathe again on the embers that burn in my heart. Love taken back to the start. My life is an altar to you. Breathe again on the embers that burn in my heart. Love taken back to the start. My life is an altar to Every time I try to make it on my own Every time I try to stand and start to fall All those lonely roads that I have traveled on There was Jesus Every time I try to make it on my own Every time I try to stand and start to fall All those lonely roads that I have traveled on There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground When the friends I had were nowhere to be found couldn't see it then, but I can see it now. There was Jesus. In the waiting, in the searching, in the healing and the hurting, like a blessing buried in the broken pieces. Every minute, every moment, where I even when I didn't know it, I couldn't see it. There was Jesus. 
man who needs amazing kind of grace for forgiveness at a price I couldn't pay. I'm not perfect, so I thank God every day. There was Jesus in the waiting, in the searching, in the healing and the hurting, like a blessing buried in the broken pieces. Every minute, every moment, where I've been and where I'm going, even when I didn't know it. I couldn't see it In the waiting, in the searching In the healing and the hurting Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment Where I've been and where I'm going Even when I didn't know it I couldn't see it there was Jesus on the mountain in the valley. There was Jesus in the shadows of the alley. There was Jesus in the fire and the flood. There was Jesus always is and always was. No, I never walk alone. A blessing buried in the broken pieces. Every minute, every moment, where I've been and where I'm going, even when I didn't know it, I couldn't see it. There was Jesus in the mountain, in the valley. In the shadows of the alley There was Jesus In the fire and the flood There was Jesus Always is and always was No, I never walk alone In the waiting in the healing and the hurting Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment Where I've been and where I'm going Even when I didn't know it I couldn't see it There was Jesus There was Oh, you are and you will be the Alpha and the Omega, beginning and the end. 
in the healing and the hurting, like a blessing buried in the broken pieces. Every minute, every moment, where I've been and where I'm going, even when I didn't know it or couldn't see it, there was you Lord there was Jesus before he formed you in the womb he knew you and had a plan for you so if you're sitting in here today and you're thinking man I've got no hope I got nothing nothing going for me you got that there was Jesus he's waiting for you He's got his arms open wide. All he's doing is waiting for you to call and say, Lord, I need you. Yes. Amen? Amen? Right on. Yeah, you can clap for him. Uh, Brother Tommy. Did I say, Ellery, you got something to say? Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, worship team. Amazing job this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. Man, we could just rest in that moment, couldn't we? Hmm. Man, happy to see everybody this morning. So uh, grateful to be able to be here this morning. Yeah. Thank you for the extra rest this morning, Lord. Got a lot of stuff done this morning and didn't even realize we were doing it, right? That's pretty cool. Most of us. Some of you took advantage of that extra hour, so, hey, you needed that rest, so praise him on that one. Hey, did we talk about the uh, Thanksgiving boxes this morning? No. We didn't. So I think uh, Wednesday uh, is when we'll be doing some uh, packing of those boxes, all right, this, this Wednesday. And then next Saturday will be the distribution, correct? on the 11th uh, next Saturday be the distribution so you know we'll do the packing of the boxes uh, you know I guess during the service or afterwards after service on Wednesday so if anybody wants to be part of that stick around uh, it's a good thing and then uh, we'll be open for people to come and receive uh, the boxes so again if you have anyone uh, that you know needs a box make sure um, you know we get their name by Wednesday, so that way we can earmark those boxes uh, for them to come and pick up uh, next Saturday. And uh, also, we're still taking uh, donations towards that. I think right now we're uh, right around $500 that we've received so far. So uh, praise God for that. We thank you so much for giving. And uh, yeah, we just challenge you to, to continue to, to try to outgive God. Yep, whatever. Whatever he's worked out uh, with you, 
you know, he loves a cheerful giver. And uh, I just challenge you, see if you can outgive him, because I know you can't. Amen. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much uh, for that. Um, it, it's a great thing. So many families get blessed each and every year for that, and it's something that, that we're excited about. And then isn't it December the uh, 12th that we're having our, um, the 9th? Okay, December the 9th, we're having our holiday dinner here. So I just want to encourage everybody to put that on your calendars if you're interested. So it's always a, a fun time. You know, we come together and fellowship and, you know, I think most of us love to eat. So, you know, and uh, we do have many e excellent cooks uh, in here, if I may say so myself. You know, and then we also have some of us that are real good at shopping at Kroger to bring in things, you know. <laughs> you know, everybody has special gifts and talents, so, you know, uh, all of them are, are accepted and welcome. So, uh, again, uh, thank you so much uh, for that. Oh, man. Thank you so much for that. Uh, yesterday, the men uh, had a amazing opportunity for our uh, men's fellowship um, we decided to, to go down to the Isaiah house down there in Willisburg and I'll tell you what, what a uh, pleasure it was to get to go there and uh, minister to the men uh, at the Isaiah house it was cool um, we got to see a young man that um, made the decision to, to have Jesus Christ lead his life and that, that was cool, and uh, we were able to pray with many, many men down there. And, uh, you know, at Isaiah House, um, uh, people feel however they want to feel about that. But, you know, there's a lot of people that, that go through there and, um, you know, are su successful and um, are able to get their lives uh, turned around. And, um, you know, we have people sitting in this room that's, that's been... Uh, through the Isaiah house before and uh, been people sitting in this room that's been through many other uh, places before you know so um, you know we're just thankful that, that people are, are doing what they can do uh, to try to help you know there's such a great need you know with people that are, are struggling with uh, uh, substance abuse you know and um, you know be, being one one that has in the past myself you know I, I know how important it is to have people that uh, that care and love and you know just do whatever they can do whatever God leads them to do to try to help. So um, there's many places all over the United States and abroad that are doing that, but there can never be too many, you know, because it's it's such a big issue. And um, so we we want to always try to support any way we can, and that was just a blessing, you know. And uh, yeah, it was a blessing, uh, Tommy Cook. Um, spoke down there yesterday and that was a blessing as well you know we thank you for your obedience uh, brother and you know and i thank you for all the men that made the trip uh down to willisburg i thank everybody that that was there was blessed in some way shape or form so it's cool but i don't know holy spirit is heavy on here in here today you know just he's just heavy in here today you know he's just got some got some stuff going on you know and he just wants to to, to challenge us to, he wants to challenge us. Yeah. He wants to challenge us to listen to him, right? And let him lead, guide, and direct our steps. You know, 
he's, uh, he's given us the direction, and we just need to follow the direction that, that he has set forth in our life, and he's got that under control, you know? He, he has that under control, and as, as we just be uh, obedient to, to his call and his will and, you know, the things that, that he has and following that clear direction of what he wants us to do, you know, then uh, what feels like is falling apart starts to fall into place. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, we've had a lot of words preached here uh, recently and, you know, We've talked about uh, renewing and, you know, things of that nature. And um, we just can't worry so much about what each and every person is doing or not doing, right? We, we can't worry about that. We have to worry about our own walk, right? We have to worry about our own relationship and be the best version of ourselves and what we can do for Christ. That's what we have to worry about. Uh, we have to let our yes be yes. You know what I'm saying? We have to do our part. And uh, whatever it is that, that we commit to, you know, in our lives, that we have to do our part to fulfill that commitment. Amen? He's so cute. Yeah. This man. <laughs> That's what I like about Victoria. She never misses an opportunity. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I love y'all. appreciate y'all. Um, we're, we're just, uh, we're thankful. We're thankful for this ministry and so many people uh, work so hard, um, you know, to make this ministry what it is. And it's something that uh, I'm very proud of. You know, I think, uh, I think God is very, very pleased uh, at what happens through this ministry, you know. And it's because we allow him to, <clears throat> to lead it. You know, we, we try to be obedient and uh, remove ourselves as much as possible and just allow him to lead it. Um, but, you know, I don't, we don't do a good enough job of thanking the people, um, you know, which is you guys, that uh, work so hard and sacrifice your time and commitment. And it's just, man, a lot of you just don't know um, all the things, the time and the effort, so many things that are put in, you know, behind the scenes from some of the people uh, sitting in this room. And uh, we know who you are. We know what you do, and uh, we thank you for that. We just want to make sure you all know that. And um, we can probably do, the, do a better way uh, of illustrating that. I just want to let you know that. And, uh, again, <clears throat> I touched on it a few weeks ago, but, you know, to, to my wife, Pastor Michelle, but she's my wife first. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, thank you so much for, for what you do, you know. And uh, I want to let y'all know, you know, Michelle's going to be starting a job soon. So, yeah. So she's excited about that. You know, she says that I've overdone it. And uh, I'm not following doctor's orders so much and doing too much and blah, blah, blah. 
but uh, <coughs> you know she she needs to to go to work to help us out a little bit, and uh, so my challenge to you all is that you know we don't let her um, you know commitment to her job and things that are going on uh, take away from the ministry you know because she's people don't just don't understand how many calls she gets you know in the middle of the day and you know, go meet with people or be at the hospital with people or in the middle of the night, you know, going and, and doing things. And she's not going to be able to, to fulfill that as much as she would like to, you know, because of she's got to have other obligations, you know. So I just want to make sure everybody understands that. So, you know, usually, man, if you try to text her or call her, she's on it, bam, right back at you. That's probably going to change some. So don't think she's upset with you or she's ignoring you or what have you. It's just that, you know, she has to to try to fit it all in, it's going to take her a while uh, to, to get acquainted, you know, with her, her new uh, uh, structure, new daily operations, all right? So I appreciate y'all's patience in advance for that, but don't make that be a reason why you don't reach out. You know, continue to, to text and call, and, you know, there's other people sitting in this room that can field uh, messages as well. And we may not be able to do it as well as Pastor Michelle does sometimes, but hey, we'll, we'll do it to the best of our ability. So, but uh, together we'll we'll do what we need to do, okay, to make sure nobody uh, loses out on anything. So, just want to make sure everybody <laughs> understands what's going on. All right, all right. Love you, sweetheart. Appreciate all that you do. Okay. All right. All right. Let's pray. All right, Heavenly Father, we, we thank you again for an amazing day, uh, allowing us to be here in your house. And well, lo lo love the weather you have going on right now. Boy, I tell you what, it's, it's just beautiful, and we're going to soak it up while we can. And we know it'll change as you see fit based on, on, on what, what everything needs. So, uh, but, but we sure are enjoying it right now, and we thank you for it. Uh, we, we just thank you for, for all things. Uh, so so many great things, you know, and you are the creator, and we just appreciate so much as you continue to, to reveal things to us, and uh, I just pray that we never get stale and, and dull, and that uh, <clears throat> we never stop, you know, allowing ourselves to to see new things, and, and you know, and my prayer is that we all can see things the way you see it, so I just ask you to, to open up our eyes, and and have us to, to be receptive uh, to new things, new challenges, and as you uh, reveal more of yourself to us. So uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, <clears throat> thank you for uh, this season, these uh, Thanksgiving boxes that, that we're putting together. And I uh, just pray that, uh, you know, you lead us and guide us and that they, they, they get delivered to the uh, the hands that really, really need them, Lord, the, the, the families that, you know, are struggling and could just appreciate uh, a, a wonderful dinner. And I just pray that it brings families together. And uh, I just ask that you, you know, bless all, the, all these meals, all the items uh, in there so that uh, they would provide blessings to, to these families. So thank you so much for that. Uh, tithes and offerings, I ask you Bless the giver as well as the gift. <clears throat> Thank you for, for continuing to, to do what you do and uh, provide for us, even as things continue to get more expensive. But you just always seem to be able to bring it all together. So uh, I just pray that 
that we don't uh, succumb to the, the pressures of the enemy and, um, and doubt <clears throat> because we know that you can do all things. And uh, so we, we, we lift our finances up to you uh, right now uh, and, and just we're, we're praying that the that, uh, ends are going to meet and that you're going to bless folks in abundance uh, as we continue to utilize the funds that, that you send us in, in uh, the correct manner. Uh, according to your will and your plan. So thank you for that. Uh, so many on our prayer list. You know, it just, man, it's really growing here recently. And I just want to lift everybody up that's on, on our prayer list. Uh, many people here in the congregation have so many additional people in their own prayer list. And I'm just asking, Lord, that, that you, you work through each and every person on the list and provide uh, what, what they need as you, you desire. As you, let your will be done in each and every circumstance. So we, we thank you for that. And we just ask uh, you as the, the ultimate physician, the ultimate healer to, to heal as you see. So we, we thank you again for that. I just uh, thank you for all the wonderful people in this congregation and all their hard work. I ask that you, you bless them and fill them back up for all the work and just give them strength and renew uh, as needed. And uh, ask that you bless Pastor Michelle and you speak clearly through her today, uh, the words that you need us to hear. And uh, we're excited uh, to, to hear your message today. And uh, again, we just give you praise, honor, and glory for all things. I uh, pray that everything we do is done in a way that's pleasing unto you. So, so Lord, just remove us and reveal more of yourself, and let your light shine through. I pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, let's do some meet and greet action.
Are we ready? Can you hear me? <clears throat> huh? Can you hear me? Hello? No. I said, can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Okay. Now, we, now we're on. Now we're on. Okay. How's everybody doing today? All right. It's so good to see everybody today. Good to be in the house of the Lord today. I love the Lord. I love my church family, the family of God, and I love having the privilege to share the word. I love to study and I love to share and teach the word. Okay, so we're in a prayer series. Um, I have the entire series that I'm going to be posting um, in the church group. If you are not in the messenger church group, could you please raise your hand? James, Tanya, Jason, Tish. Shauna, are you in the church? You're in the women's group. Are you in the church group? Okay. Victoria, are you in the church? You're Okay. I'm going to I'm going Okay, so I I will be adding you all to that group. That way you have access to the handouts each week, a digital copy, and then you will have access to the replays, the audio file replay. <coughs> Excuse me, I got you. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, praying the word in the names of God is today. We've covered last week was intercession. And what is intercession? intercession? Who can tell me from last week what intercession means? Praying, for, praying on behalf of someone else. Praying for others. Yes, that is what intercession is. Now, um, pretty big important word. But I also, it's important to understand that we pray for others, we pray for self, uh, but how do we pray? What does that look like? What does that sound like? Does it have to sound like King James? No, it doesn't. Is there anything wrong if someone prays and it sounds like King James? No, it's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Doesn't. It's not so much about the sound as it is the posture of your heart when you pray. But when you talk to God, we talk to God like we talk to our best friend, right? We, we, we have a conversation with God. We speak and we listen. We speak and we listen. But there comes a time when 
when we're interceding, when we're petitioning, when we're being specific and intentional with what we're saying, you got to know the word of God. Isaiah 55 tells us that his word does not return unto him void, but it accomplishes the purpose for which it is sent. So today we're going to talk about praying the word of God. And we're going to talk about praying the names of God. Did you know that God has a name for almost every single thing you could possibly ever need? He has a name for every need while we're here. So great. And I'm telling you, when we pray the word, we know that the word is our sword in our armor, right? When we pray the word of God... We are intentional and we are strategic. That means we have to get in the scripture. We have to pull out what it is that we know is applying to our situation. And we have to pray that word against that situation. We have to pray it because we know that doesn't return unto him void. But it accomplishes the purpose for which he sent it. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's why it's so important that you know the Word of God, that you, you study it and you know it for yourself because when life hits, you put garbage in, what comes out? You put the Word of God in, what comes out? Yes, the Word. We want to get so close to God. We want to get so surrendered and in a posture with God that no matter what comes at us, it is written. It is written. It don't even matter what it looks like. Do you hear what I'm saying? It doesn't even matter what the people have said, what it looks like. we got to get to a place where we're in such a surrendered posture with God that it is written. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what you have to say. What I know, it is, it is written. That's what I care about. That's what I know. Don't care about nothing else. That's where we got to get to. That's the place we have to be. Because that's the place where, listen, when we open our mouth and that sword comes out, demons, they have to obey it. You hear me? You have that authority. But he says, Jesus tells us, but don't, don't be boastful because they, the demons have to obey you. Rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. So in other words, don't get all cocky and think you're all that in a bag of chips, right? Demons have to be obedient to the word, but we rejoice because we belong to him, right? All right. So praying the word in the names of God. I have given you a packet today, and you have uh, some handouts in there. And you can, you can look at those on your own. It's, it's different names uh, for God. We'll touch on it a little bit. And listen, if you have not had a chance to read this book, it's an oldie but goodie. I remember when this came out on the shelf. I was working at Family Christian Stores. It's Ann Spangler's Praying the Names of God. She also has a book that is Praying the Names of Jesus. So this one right here is, is all the Old Testament Hebrew names of God. And then there is another one of the names of Jesus. So if you haven't had an opportunity to read this book, I highly, strongly encourage that you do. It is a wonderful book. It will build your faith. It will also uh, help you grow in your understanding and who God is, his name, what, it, what that name means, and, and how when we address him by that name, man, 
we're taking that need and his name says it all. So let's take a look. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's take a look at Ephesians six seventeen because when we did the stand, the stand led us into this prayer series, but let's revisit Ephesians six seventeen. Father, I come to your throne of grace with praise and thanksgiving. I surrender my mind, my will, my emotions, my thoughts, my opinions. I surrender my breath, Lord. Holy Spirit, have your way. I surrender. Speak to, speak to your people today what you would have them to hear. I pray, Lord, that their hearts are prepared to receive the seed of your word so that it can take root and bear much fruit. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Ephesians six seventeen. put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Let's look at uh, Revelation twelve eleven. And they overcame him. Who's him? Satan. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Different translation. And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die you want to know how you overcome the enemy by the blood of Jesus and the word of your testimony why do you think every time there's an opportunity for you to share your testimony all hell breaks loose and comes against you because there is power in your testimony there is power in you telling someone else about what God has done in your life and how he has moved and how he has given you victory because the devil don't want anybody to know that there is a God that they can serve that can bring that can defeat him and bring them into a place of victory listen we don't fight from victory or fight for it we fight from the position of it because Jesus already won it right so we're not fighting for it we're fighting from the position of victory because it's already been won the devil's already been defeated but if he can get you to buy the suggestion that he hasn't if he can get you to keep your mouth shut don't tell them about the goodness of God don't tell them what he has done for you because then they'll believe it and then they'll receive it and then their faith is going to increase and then they're going to get the suggestion and idea that they can defeat me too good because that's what you need to do that's the very thing you need to do you need to share your testimony you need to tell everybody about the goodness of God and what he has done in your life and understand that when you make the commitment to do that, yes, you are going to have opposition. Yes, the enemy is going to attack you like none other. But you want to overcome the devil? Talk about the goodness of God. Yes. No matter what happens. No matter how it looks like it's falling apart. Sometimes it looks like it's falling apart. But let me tell you, you'll realize that it's actually falling into place. Right? Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. All right, so let's take a second. Let's go into Hebrews 4 and 12. What I need you to understand is about the word of God and our testimony equals our foundation and our sword. The word of God is our foundation. It is the sword in the armor. So when we give our, our testimony, when we're telling people about the testimony and we are praying the word of God, this is our foundation and our sword. <clears throat> Hebrews 4 and 12 says... For the word of God is alive and powerful. 
So let's just pause there for a second. The Word of God is alive and it is powerful. What does that mean? It's active. It's working. I love that song Justin and, and Emmy and the worship team sing. Even when you don't see it, he's working. Even when you don't feel it, he's working. When God speaks, everything moves. When God speaks, all of creation has to, make, has to do something. When God said, let there be light, guess what there was? When God said, let there be, there was. When God speaks, everything surrenders or should. Let me say that. Demons don't. That's what separates us from them. Did you know that we have the same characteristics of demonic spirits? We have a name. We can think. We can speak. We can move. We can act. We have free will. And do you want to know what the biggest difference between us and demons are? We choose to be obedient. They choose to be disobedient. They had the same opportunity. Your level of surrender and obedience is what separates you from the demonic spirit realm. That's what separates you. That's what makes you stand out. When God speaks, we have a choice. We either come into alignment and surrender or we get into we step into rebellion and we reject. The word of God and your testimony is our foundation. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is active. It is intentional. It works. It's doing something. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. Cutting between soul and spirit, joint and marrow, it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Now, leave this up here because we're going to break this down. It is sharper than a double-edged sword. What's, what's the difference? What's the difference with a single-edged sword, double-edged sword? It cuts both ways. It cuts on the top. It cuts on the bottom. You get cut no matter what. The word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword. If the, if the word of God is my sword, if it's my, my weapon, am I supposed to use it on you? Am I supposed to use it on me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. The Word of God is a mirror. Amen. Some of us don't like reading the Word of God because it shows us everything that's not like God. Therefore, we see it as wrong. Therefore, we don't want to see what's wrong with us. We only want to see what's right with us. Therefore, I close the book because I don't want to know what's wrong because I don't want to change. Listen, listen. When we open the Bible and we see ourselves, we see what's right, we see what's wrong, and we see the wrong in us, we have a decision to make. We can receive that word. We can let it take root. We can say, okay, Lord, my desire is to look like you. 
my desire is to just ha- let you have free reign so that I look like you, I sound like you, so that there's nothing left but you. That's our desire for God, for people to see God in us. We're not perfect, and we won't be made perfect till we see him face to face, but our desire is for, for people to see and hear God through us. We should be a reflection of what we're looking at. I'm looking at the Word. I am looking at who? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word. What are you reflecting? That Word. That double-edged sword. It's not meant to be used against our brothers and sisters. It is meant to be used against us. To cut things off of us. That people have either labeled us, the enemy has spoken through people in our path that says, oh, you'll never measure up. Oh, no one's going to love you like I do. Ah, yep. They're going to lie. Those lies, those labels. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're not super spiritual enough. There's all these things that people the enemy will use to speak things and they stick to you like little you know those little old timey rollers the little velcro rollers they just stick like those little velcro rollers they, those words just stick until finally you've bought the suggestion that the enemy has suggested that I'm not pretty enough I'm not spiritual enough I'm not, I'm not smart enough I'm not good enough those things stick to us and no matter how hard we try unless we give those things to God Those things have power. But when we get in the word of God, that sword starts cutting those things off. I can do all things through Christ. I am the head and not the tail. I am the apple of his eye. I am his treasure. The word starts cutting all those things off that the world has placed on you. That word shapes and molds you into who he has created you to be. We talked this morning in our Sunday school class about when we're saved and we're born again, our spirit man, God is in our spirit. We're made new. We're a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old is gone. The new has come. But this mind and this flesh is still connected to the world, which is why the word says we have to renew our mind Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you'll know the will of God. You have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do I renew my mind? The Word of God. That double-edged sword is meant to break things off of you that's not meant to stay with you. That Word is meant for you to battle the enemy and for you to cut stuff off of you. Period. So when the enemy comes and he tries to say, you'll never be good enough, it is written. Do you hear what? The first three words, it is written. That should be the first three words out of your mouth. It is written. Devil, you can bring me this suggestion, but you better be ready to hear what God has to say. You better be ready to hear what my father has to say about it. You can come at me, but know that my father said, it is written. You can't do that if you're not in the Word. You've got to know the Word. 
got to know the word. Not only does it do that, but it also is so sharp that it can cut between soul and spirit, which is important. That's an important thing to know because I always thought, why does it say it that way? Here's why. Because when we're born again, our spirit is made new. God is there. But our soul, which is your mind, your will, your emotions, your thoughts, your intellects, your opinions, that is still connected to the world. My flesh, because it's still connected to the world, it's not born again. It's not saved. The only thing about you that's saved is your spirit. We're spiritually dead until we receive Jesus as our Savior. When we receive Jesus as our Savior, we're spiritually born again. We're made alive in the spirit. We're no longer dead. We're made alive. But this flesh that I got that's connected to the world and this soul that I've got that's still connected to the world is now at war with the part, the God part of me and the flesh part of me is still wanting the things of the world while the God part of me is going no sis that that's not who you are anymore you don't fit that mold anymore you're in a different pattern you're in a different form now that's why it's important the word can separate, can allow you to see the difference. God is in your spirit, man, but this soul of yours, Romans 12, 2, you got to renew it. You got to renew it by the word. And then the last part, it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. That's your soul. I always cringe, and I know I've said this a million times. I always cringe when people say, just follow your heart. I'm like, no. Do not follow your heart. The Bible says that's the most wicked thing about you. Don't do it. Follow the Holy Ghost. Don't follow your heart. Because your soul, we renew our mind. We continue to renew our mind, but make no mistake. And unless we're consistent in doing that, that bad boy is still connected to the world. You've got to be intentional, strategic, and absolutely diligent to keep it in the Word, to keep it renewed. That is so important. But that word, that sword, that's what sets you free. That's what cuts those things off. See, we have a tendency. We have a tendency with what we've seen on TV with church for deliverance to be set free. We have a tendency to, to, we've seen it on TV that we can come to the pastor, we can come to the apostle, we can be oiled up and we can have my hands laid on and I can say, be free, I can do all this stuff. Listen, get in the word, it will set you free. You don't need me or anybody else to oil you up and pray for you, although there's nothing wrong with that. I am, I am humble and privileged and great and honored to do that. Because there are going to be times where it's going to require prayer and fasting. You might have more. You need, uh, you need some people to come together with you to pray with you for that deliverance to come to pass. I get it. But listen to me. Some of the things that we're struggling with, if we would just get in the Word, we would be set free. I speak from experience. I, I can't even tell you how important it is. Not to say that I still don't have things I struggle with. Not to say that I still don't have things I need to be free from. But my goodness, church, if we will get in the Word, if we will just get in the Word, it will cut that stuff off of you. Stop. We've got to stop looking at the church through the world's eyes. Because it's a circus show. 
a show. The enemy wants to pervert how the church looks to the world. I don't want to look like that. I don't want this to look like that. I want it to be everything that God wants it to be. And if that means teaching you how to study the word so that you can get in it and get free yourself, if that means whatever, There's nothing wrong with coming to the altar for prayer. There's nothing wrong with anointing people with anointing oil. There's nothing wrong with fasting and praying for someone's deliverance. As long as Holy Spirit is the one leading us to do it that way. But listen to me. We will never be, we will never be completely free if we're not willing to get in the Word ourselves. If you're not willing to get in the Word yourself and study it, important and it's not only important for your own relationship but it's important in your prayer life i can't pray something i don't know i can't pray to someone i don't even have a relationship with or i don't know well enough i can i mean i can i can talk but when we're talking about praying effective prayers i need the word i need the word i need a relationship Let's go to the next verse. John 15, 7 and 8. But if you remain in me, this is Jesus talking, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Now pause. This is something that the enemy has perverted in the church. Well, if I want to ask for that Bentley, if I want to ask for that million-dollar house, it said the devil going to give me stuff I didn't build. I'm going to have houses I didn't build. Stop. Stop with that mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. Enemy has perverted that we can ask for anything as long as his word abides in us and, and he'll give it to us. Let me ask you, what are the desires of your heart? What is it that you're asking him for? Because when we go to the book of James, again, James says, you ask not, you have not because you ask not. And if you ask and you still have not, it's because you've asked with the wrong motive. Is there anything wrong with praying for a house? No, not at all. Is there anything wrong with praying for a new vehicle? No, not at all. Is there anything wrong with praying for nice things? No. But why is your motive for praying? Why, do, why are you asking for those things? God, we can ask anything according to his will, and he will give it to us. His will if his word abides in us then we know we know his desires and our desires should align with his which means that when i ask i'm asking according to his will he says i'll give it to you when you produce much fruit 
you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. Matthew 4, 1 through 11, my, one of my favorite places. <laughs> Temptation of Jesus. When he started his ministry, this is when he is starting, getting ready to start his ministry. Then Jesus was led by the what? You mean not the enemy. The enemy didn't take him into the wilderness. It was who? Okay. So the Jesus was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness to be what? By who? For 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No. The scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem. So he's tempted by the word here. He's tempted by the word. Then he says, Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple. And said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. The temple, Jesus said, my father's house shall be called a house of prayer. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. <laughs> but I used to think, how can he offer him all the kingdoms of the world? They belong to Jesus. The Bible says Satan is the prince ruler of this world. He is the chief ruler of of the air he rules this world the kingdoms of the world are under satan they yeah jesus says get out of here satan for the scriptures say you must worship the lord your god and serve only him he was tempted in word prayer and worship that's your triple threat your triple threat then the devil went away and the angels came and took care of jesus now if the word of god and our testimony is our foundation and our sword let's talk about the names of god because the names of god is significant because the names are our covenant with god they are our covenant with god what is a covenant somebody tell me what's what's a covenant an agreement, a promise, a contract. What does it mean? What does it mean if I say I'm in a covenant relationship? Okay. It's binding. It's, it's deep. It's deeper than just a yeah, it's deeper. That covenant relationship is an important thing. But here's what I want you to get out of this. Let's go to Exodus 3, 11 through 15, and I'm going to close out with this, and then we're going to kind of look at some of the names of God. Listen, 
your covenant. Keep that word covenant in your mind. But Moses protested to God, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? How many of y'all know sometimes when God calls us, we have a tendency to doubt what we can do or our capabilities. And so we make every excuse under the sun. But listen, this is what Moses is doing. He says, but Moses protested to God, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? So God has chosen Moses to deliver his people out of bondage, out of Egypt. God answered, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. But Moses protested, if I go to the people of Israel and tell them the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask me, well, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. Why is this important? Well, let's just take a look. Why is this important? I am has sent you. I am. Oh. <laughs> I am. I am El Elyon, God Most High. I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. I am Jehovah Yahweh, the Lord. I am Jehovah Adonai, I can't pronounce that, Tina, Lord of all the earth. I am Jehovah Barah, creator. I am Jehovah Cherub, I am glorious sword. I am Jehovah Eli, I am my God. I am Jehovah Elohenu, our God. I am Jehovah Gabor. Melkama, mighty in battle. I am Jehovah Goel, redeemer. I am Jehovah Hamalek, the king. I am Jehovah Hashafet, the judge. I am, listen, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Maker, the Lord who strikes you. Jehovah uh, Mephalti, my deliverer. I am Jehovah Roi, the my shepherd. Jehovah Rafi, my, the Lord who heals you. Jehovah Saboth, the Lord of hosts. Jehovah Sidkenu, my righteousness. Jehovah... Let's see, El Elyon, the God Most High. Pick a name. There's one for everything. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of armies. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Jehovah Suri, the Lord is my rock. The Logos, the Word. Messiah, Christ. Parakletos, the helper, rabbi, teacher, shalom, prince of peace, Yahweh, I am. Listen to me. Adonai, Abba, Father, Adonai, the Lord, El, the strong one. Why is it important, the names, to know the names of the Lord? Because he's our covenant. He is the fulfillment of the covenant. In other words, I am whatever you need me to be. I am Whatever you need in that moment, you just call my name. I am the one. We always say, listen, I'm not the one. Well, let me tell you who is. He is the one. You hear what I'm saying? Whatever problem you got, he's the one. You better call his name because he is exactly the one that you need to be talking to. You better call that you need peace, Jehovah Shalom. Listen, you need healing, Jehovah what Jehovah Jireh is my provider. Jehovah Rophi is healer. Listen, you whatever you need. He says, I'm the one. 
I got a name for every need that you'll ever have while you are on this earth that I have positioned and placed you in. I'm the one. My covenant is a fulfillment of every name that I can have. Listen, we didn't just come into agreement and say, oh, I like you too. Yeah, we're friends. No, you belong to me. You have a need? I got a name. Call it. Listen. He's not playing. You want to know who he is? You need to know the word. You need to know the word. You need to know what it says. Why is it important to know that the Old Testament is Hebrew and Aramaic and the New Testament is Greek? Because those names, those names are in there. Those names are the original language. There is power in his name. There is power just to say Jesus. There is power when you say Lord. There is power when you say Father. There is power when you say Abba. There is power when you say King of kings, Lord of lords, there is power when you address him in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But let me tell you something. When you call him Adonai, when you call him Lord, when you call him Yahweh. He is a fulfillment. Every name fulfills his covenant. That's why it's deeper than surface. That's why you got to dig it out. That's why you got to dig the word. He's a fulfillment. He told Moses, go and tell them, I am who I am has sent you. God is not confined by time, space, matter. He always was. He is. He will always be. He is no beginning. He has no end. He is forever. He is for all eternity. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the beginning, the beginning and the end. He didn't begin. He has always been. Do you hear what I'm saying? Your past, you can live there, but he ain't there. Uh-uh. He's here. You need to focus on the here and now and the future. I don't know about you, but I was sitting here going, okay, Lord. Like, we think past, present, future, you know, I am who I am has sent you. He didn't say I was who I was, I am who I am, I will be who I will be. He just said I am. Jesus, in the New Testament, (laughs) ruffled feathers at the temple, and he goes, he said, before Abraham was, I am. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. I love it. He is everything. 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 I challenge you to take a look at some of those names. I challenge you. If you are having a For the ones who you feel like your flame is dwindling. You want to fan the flame? Call on his name. Call on his name. Whatever it is that you need, he has a name for it. Everything challenge you to get in the word i challenge you 
to ask him for a hunger and thirst like you've never had before. I challenge you to ask him to fan the flame. I challenge you to ask him. When you ask according to his will, it shall be done. Do you think it's his will for you to be on fire for him? Do you think it's his will for you to want to hunger and thirst and know more about him and know more about his ways? Do you think it's his will for you to be set free, for you to be healed, for you to be delivered? Do you think it's his will for you to know him? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't know him for you. I can't do it for you. I can tell you what I've gotten to experience... (laughs) Is great. It is beyond my ability to express in, in words his presence, who he is to me, my everything. He is literally my everything. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. But is it, it's not just for me. It's for you. He's, we have a tendency to to have this mentality, well, he's given more Holy Spirit to Jazz than he has me. I'm not that great, you know, I'm not that good. She's a little more spiritual than I am. We have a tendency to throw that term around, stop. When you ask him to be your Savior, he gave you the same amount of Holy Ghost he gave me. The question is, what are you reflecting? What are you looking at? What are you in? telling you you are so loved we are so loved by the God who has created everything that he even created a name to address every problem to address every issue you are so loved that he has a name for every one of your situations (laughs) that's all I got That's all I got for you today. You want to be powerful in your prayer life? Pray the word. When you have a situation, this is what I do. When I have people that I'm praying for, I ask the Lord to show me the word that he would have me pray for them. And I write those verses down, and I pray those verses over that person's life. That's how I pray. And if you you want to know his... You want to use his names? Lord, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Jehovah Jireh. Calling out to the one who is my provider. You've already provided it. Your word says it is written. Stand on that in faith. And I believe it. When, when we pray for other people, we have authority. We have authority in the Spirit. But that word, you want to pray for somebody? Ask Holy Spirit to show you what scriptures to pray over that person and pray it. Listen. You're going to have fun with that one. If you haven't done that before, you're about to open up a whole new a whole new thing with prayer that you are going to absolutely fall in love with. And it's powerful. It is so powerful. 
All right. You're here today, and you need prayer. Carol's on the wall. No, Tommy Cook is available for prayer. I'm available for prayer. If you just need someone to pray with you, pray in agreement with you, you can come up to any of us and we'll pray. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, listen, we don't close a service that we don't give you that opportunity. You, you might have walked in without him, but you don't have to leave without him. You might have walked in feeling like he was a million miles away from you, but sweetie, can I just tell you something? He never budged. He never left. He never moved. It was us that did. When there's distance, with us. You've got to get something right. You, you've got the opportunity to do that. You can get on your face at this altar. I don't care what that sacrifice looks like. When you take it to that altar, it could be the ugliest, darkest, nastiest, most shameful thing that you don't want anybody to know. But I can promise you, if you take that, is that if that's your sacrifice to take to the altar, listen, fire from heaven will come and consume it, and it, he will meet you right where you are. That I can promise you. He will meet you right where you are. You are not too far away from him. You haven't screwed up so much that he cannot reach you. You haven't. He knows you and he loves you. All the burdens and heavy things that you're carrying, he doesn't want you to walk out of here with those. You're not meant to carry those things. Those were nailed to the cross with Christ. Do you hear me? They were nailed to the cross with your Savior. He didn't, he took your shame, he took your guilt, he took every burden that the enemy tries to place back on you. You don't have to leave here carrying those out. You can leave them right at the foot of the cross, which is where they belong. Stop going back and picking it up. Lay it down and trust Him with it. And walk away knowing that you're walking away and He's got it. He's got it. Amen? Oh 